little track right there is called guess what hit it out of the park and that is by an artist called the consultant that's s-o-u-l and she approached me via linkedin just another network that i made along the way and she sent me a sample of her work and i thought it was pretty darn good so i thought i'd put it in the intro of this podcast if you want to hear more from her you can go to her website at www.theconsultant.com Today I've got Rob Herman on the podcast. Rob just finished off a season with the Paderborn Untouchables of the German Bundesliga, which is the first division in Germany. And uh, Rob spent some time in the, the Pecos League, in Indy, uh, which is Indie Ball, and he went down under to Australia and played in the Southern Australian Baseball League as well for a couple of years. So he has a lot of insight, but this podcast is focused solely on German baseball. And uh, Rob provides us with some great tips along the way and uh, shares some of his experiences with us, which uh, I'm sure you'll find pretty amazing. So without further ado, let's get on with podcast episode number 16 with Rob Herman. Rob, how's it going? Welcome to the podcast. I'm going good. How are you doing, Dave? Good. Thanks a lot for taking some time out of your day today. I know you just got home from work. Oh, no problem. It's a pleasure. Okay. Um... Yeah, I just wanted to, uh, you know, maybe we can start off with, uh, actually, how's your hand doing? I, I got your email a while back, and I and I, I remember you saying something like you took a bat off the hand, you're a catcher and all, so. Yeah, yeah, I took a, a tough catcher's interference in uh, playoffs this year in Germany, and it's actually doing great. Um, German surgeons did a hell of a job. I got a good scar there, but yeah, uh, hand's all good. Um, I was literally, I was able to swing a bat at six weeks after, so. Oh, okay. Um, had a quick surgery, a plate, and a couple screws, and as good as new. So you're good to go for 2014. Absolutely. Right on. Do you get signed anywhere yet? Um, I haven't. I'm uh, I'm looking around. I, I have gotten an offer back from Paderborn. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now that's on top of my list. You know, everything everything there was great. So um, you know, if nothing else comes up, I'd probably head back there. That sounds good. So why don't you take us back, like, uh, just to your background in baseball, and then how it led to. Uh, yeah, your last stint there in Germany in Paderborn. Cool, yeah. Um, I mean, really, I, I kind of came from a humble background. Uh, I went to a small high school. I knew I wanted to keep playing, so I went to uh, uh, Fredonia State, which is a state school in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, went there and uh, loved it there. Played played four years, and after that, I knew, you know, I still, still kind of wanted to see what I had in me. And um, I uh, actually tried out uh, independent developmental league, so I played in the New York State League, and... Uh, and that winter in the California Winter League, and uh, those were actually um, pretty pretty good setups too. Played played well there, and um, you know it was a good good opening to get into indie ball. And uh, played played one year indie ball uh, right away in the Pecos League. So you know, kind of bottom of the barrel, but good league, good good talent. Um, that was that was a good time. And then uh, really with that winter, I wanted to keep busy. Um, you know, one thing I realized playing as much as I do is really playing two seasons a year is huge. Yeah. And uh, so that was the first time I went to Australia. Um, ended up in Canberra, Australia. 
and um, that was that was great. Loved it. Uh, they got me back there the next next winter too. So I played one more year in indie ball, and uh, then went back to Australia. And then um, after that, you know, I was kind of unsure. Um, I loved to travel though, and I knew that I probably want to do Europe eventually. So once I looked at some options, found found a couple good options, and took me took me straight to Germany. Okay, so how did you go about that? So, you know, I, 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 it's a whole other interview with Australia, but how did you go about getting that job or getting that contact in Germany? Did you just send out a bunch of emails or do you know somebody? Um, yeah, uh, kind of a, a mixture of things. You know, these days it's a, it's a lot easier to network yourself on uh, your site. Uh, you know, a couple, there's there's a lot of the international sites out there these days where you can make a profile. You know, I know your, your deal is great. You guys free profile and, um, you know, you can kind of get your name out there and then, other than that, really, um, I've I've had a lot of success too. Just emailing teams, you know, uh, looking up contacts, looking up any any team, you know, authority, anybody you can get a hold of, and you know, seeing what you can go from there. Um, that's what Paderborn kind of just worked out like that. Um, I had spoken to a few teams and knew that Paderborn was kind of one of the top teams. And um, when I finally did hear from them, I, I was set to go there. So, um, you know, the biggest thing I think is guys just, just explore options, you know, try, try everything, try the sites, try message boards, forums, anything you can do, you know, the more, the more word you can get out there, the better off you are. Yeah, yeah, I think you need to kind of be be everywhere, and I think you're just they just keep seeing your name pop up over and over again, and you know I guess there's a thin line between being too aggressive and annoying possibly, but at the same time you know uh, you, you need to be aggressive because there's a lot of guys looking to do the same right now. So yeah, definitely. And you ended up with a pretty pretty good organization there in Germany, so uh, you know maybe you can tell us a little bit about you know how the season went and what it was like playing for Paderborn and. Uh, and then we'll jump into the German league after that and just ask you a few questions about that. Yeah, no, um, uh, the Paderborn was great. Um, you know, a club called Paderborn Untouchables uh, is a loud name, and I knew they, they, they've had a lot of success in the Bundesliga, and, um, you know, they've, they're very stable as far as funding. Facilities are beautiful. Um, they operate one of, the, one of the nicer facilities in Europe, actually, so that's, that's a big pull, too, is they have great spot but um you know i loved it there it's i I found it was a lot like australia you know it's very very family oriented uh baseball is but at the same time it's 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 a little bigger in europe you know there's good support around um love the city had a good time there and they do they they take good care of you um as far as setup goes um we had a nice apartment there so basically you know everybody had their own room own bathroom um, nothing real fancy, but perfect. You know, all you can ask for. Yeah. Uh, we, as far as meals go, we did pretty well with meals. They make sure we're fed at least at least once a day, pretty much. Um, you know, the rest of the time we might be on our own, but yeah. um, you know, they do do pretty well with that. And then, you know, thankfully Europe too is really easy transportation wise. You know, basically all you need is a bike. We're five minutes from the field on a bike, so it's yeah. it was convenient spot, nice spot to be in. Yeah. So that's uh, yeah. They're Definitely, and you're kind of in this located in the center of Europe there too, so you could always hop on a train and, and you know go see you know go up to Holland or, or down to Austria or wherever you want to go from there, pretty much. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, that was a great thing was how central it was because you really can you know you can you can be in the Netherlands in three hours and you know some of the some of the bigger German cities too are great. Basically, anywhere you can hop on a train and be be there pretty quick. Yeah. And uh, so going back to them taking care of you, did they provide you with a little bit of a salary? Uh, yes. So um, basically from what I, you know, 
gathered information wise in the German league. Uh, pay generally varies from about 400 to 1,000 euros uh, up per month. Um, you know, 1,000 is definitely the higher end, mostly, mostly affiliate guys, you know, guys who maybe have a lot of experience or have a name in Germany already. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's, it's pretty affordable there too. So really we were, we're making middle of the spectrum. We were getting 500 and then, you know, some chances to, to work on the field and, um, you know, work some camps. They, they do pretty well with trying to, trying to help you out, you know, help you put a little more cash in the pocket. But, um, you know, as far as that went, really I was happy with the salary. It's great, um, especially, you know, the little perks over there really mean a lot. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of places, you know, Paderborn does better than most with feeding you and, um, you know, the setup and everything. And really, you know, that, that adds up when you're, you're out there for six months. Sure. Yeah. Little extras like that, like maybe a gym pass and things like that, or a, maybe a, a bus pass for, for getting around or just little yeah. extra things. And those are nice things you can work into your contract. And Yeah. Yeah. Those are things that are worth asking about too. You know, that's, that's one thing I always try to get as many details as I can before I go somewhere. Yeah. Can you give me an idea of, of the league then? Like I know it's divided into the north and south divisions, and uh, this year they're going to actually 16 teams, it looks like, like 8-8. Eight and eight. Um, The competitiveness uh, among the league, like uh, from top to bottom, you know, like on any given day could any team beat you, or would you say it was competitive among maybe the top few teams and then, then there's a bit of a drop-off or... Um, from what I found in the league, uh, pretty much in the north and the south, uh, the top five teams were pretty solid. Um, even even sneaking into the sixth team, um, you know, there were there's definitely two bottom teams though. Pretty much, um, there's a couple teams. You know, some some of the cities struggle to put together, you know, enough guys to put together a real ball club. So yeah, uh, makes it a little bit tougher. But other than that, I thought it was real good. You know, there's there's easily ten, maybe twelve competitive teams in the in the league that can all steal a game on any day. Yeah, and you know, even even so, it's still baseball. Anybody can definitely take you down if you're not ready. Yeah. And uh, yeah, do you? What was your what was your um, typical week like? Were you playing double headers on the weekends or? Uh, yeah, so that that just depended on. Um, in the north, uh, none of the teams have lights. So in the north, you play a double header uh, either Saturday or Sunday, depending. Um, so so that was what we did. So we we generally had three practices a week. Um, we usually, I think, we did Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. And, you know, basically the facilities, everything's available. Guys are there pretty much every day, but, um, you know, only organized practice three days and then double headers on the weekend. And then in the south, uh, a few of the teams do have lights. So some of those teams do a Friday night under the lights and then a Saturday day game. Yeah, okay. So just depends. So I think I think that one's a little more, you know, baseball friendly to to playing. But double headers, you know, they work out. You got you to gotta get your games in so they work out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um so how do you how would you compare the German league to something back home if if you can even do that is is there anything you can compare it to? Yeah, you know honestly, I, the the German league I was very impressed with. Um, you know, I, t- I told you I played independent ball. I played you know plenty of exhibitions against some of the upper level independent ball teams, and really you know I think the top few teams in either division are, are right up there. You know, obviously over there because you're only playing two games a week, you pretty much have the pitching for two games a week. Mm-hmm. So you know I think that's the biggest difference. But when you're going, you know, when you're going number one pitcher versus number one pitcher. You know, some of those are definitely easily middle-class indie ball level. Yeah. And how are the German chuckers? Because they're pitching the first game probably of a doubleheader. 
Yeah, there's there's some good ones. Um, you know, one thing I thought was interesting was Germany. Obviously, uh, most of the best guys are on the national team. So yeah. um, you, you can kind of tell if you look around the league, you know, pretty much whoever has the national team pitchers is going to be the top teams. Uh, Paderborn, that's what um, I love. We had a, a older guy who's been around forever, but, you know, still – Still throws the ball well, and uh, we were we were lucky enough. We had uh, Harry Glenn also, who was uh, a guy who had a German passport. Yeah, and so he was American born, but uh, German passport in hand too. So, yeah. um, you know, something like that is huge. If you know teams that find find guys with American experience and German passports, they they're in love with. Yeah, that, that's that's a huge advantage because I know obviously there's a limit to how many foreigners you can bring in. In Austria, there's it's the limit is. Uh, well, two on the field at a time, you can bring it in as many as you want. Um, but I know there's, a, you know, some clubs in, in Germany are carrying five or six foreigners. But I believe, I'm not sure if I'm correct, but it's three on the field at a time. Yeah, I believe it is three on the field. Um, you know, a lot of it just goes back to spending. Uh, you know, whoever's really trying to get themselves to the championship and, you know, see if they can see if they can put something together. Then they might take a couple extra guys, but... Um, most of the teams, um, most teams usually stick, you know, catchers, there's definitely a high demand for, um, then everybody goes for starting pitcher cause that game too, you know, that is the big deal. So, you know, everybody wants the starting pitcher. You expect them really to go nine innings pretty much, you know, you don't always need that out of them, but you got to hope for it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, big time starting pitcher, catchers, shortstop center field is probably the biggest, biggest demand like anywhere. So you think they're, they're, most clubs are going out and grabbing a, you know, usually a former minor league pitcher and then maybe rounding out the roster with some guys that you know played some indie ball or straight out of college or something of like that playing position. Do you think that's a typical staffing of, of a foreign uh, you know, foreign players? Yeah, you know from from everywhere I've seen that's that's been a, a pretty good model for it um you know everybody is obviously if you're looking for that stud pitcher you know it's nice to have professional experience and then other guys you know i think um a lot of a lot of european clubs i think have realized that uh you know guys don't necessarily have to be affiliate to be quality ball players so they are there are a fair amount of independent ballers and Mm -hmm. um you know a little bit more of a mixed bunch than just a bunch of ex-affiliate guys okay and i I know that you made your way uh over to barcelona for the european cup in 2013, yep. and you were up against some pretty, some pretty big European-named clubs, uh, you know, from from the Netherlands and uh, Italy, as well as Draki Bruno out of out of uh, the Czech Republic, and then there's the Huskies out of France, uh, and then there's Barcelona as well. Um, can you maybe tell us a little bit about that experience and some of the clubs there that? impressed you the most or or if it is do you find it was another notch above what you were playing in germany or or how, how was that experience oh uh, that that was really great you know that was one of the things that really made the the european experience for me um you know it's cool our we we were in a very strong bracket like you said uh we had a couple teams you know it was, it was great experience playing uh played uh, remini out of italy who's you know a ton of affiliate guys um, they 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 definitely could rival a couple double A triple A level teams. Uh, Kenheim was solid out of the Netherlands. You know, pretty much all those teams, even the, the Czechs and Ruan, they were tough too. Um, but really, you know, it's it's cool. It's a great experience, not only to to meet the guys, but to you know get a get a clash of a couple different countries and see what everybody has to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's definitely some some 
really good talent out there in Europe, and it's it's cool to see it all come into one place. Uh, Barcelona too, you know, it's beautiful up there. You're playing in Olympic Stadium, um, so you know, right on top of the city, looking down at it, and you know, couldn't couldn't really be in a better place. It's a beautiful, beautiful place and a good time. Yeah, that's a great experience. So you, so you get to network and meet some of the guys on the other teams, and maybe some of the managers. Did you have a lot of yeah, you know, it, it's it's definitely good for that. You know, that's that's one thing. It really it does help to kind of have a loud loud mouth at times. You know, you gotta yeah. gotta get your name out there. And you know, if you know you play well, it's, it's amazing how many eyes there are on you. You never really know. So yeah. um, that that was one reason why I was really happy too. You know, it's because you never know what door that's gonna open. You know, we uh, you know we played tough games against everybody, and um, you know I was hoping actually some of our pitchers through real well there and I was hoping a couple of those guys you know and they're shoving the Italian teams maybe they can you know bump up a little bit head to Italy or the Netherlands or yeah that's definitely you know. a, a, another way to to get into Italy or the Netherlands is just start off somewhere like France or or you know get on with a team like the Huskies or or, yeah. or with Paderborn for example and, and then work your way up that way and impress somebody in one of those tournaments and yeah. Yeah. You also played in another tournament that I think can gain a player some exposure, which was uh, the tournament in Prague, the Prague Baseball League. Did you did you actually make it there for the EU International Stars team? I did. Yeah. That that was another top experience. Now that was great. Prague's a beautiful city. Um, good time. That that was definitely a, a lot of fun. You know, the the EU International Stars were kind of a, a group of misfits. You know, we were a lot of yeah. Uh, all the all the imports from around Europe, so a lot of indie ball guys, and um, you know, ran into a couple guys I've seen before, played against in the states, Australia. Yeah. Um, you know, we had uh, a lot of Americans. Uh, I think we had about four Aussies, and then we had a couple of Europeans also. So yeah. it was a it was a fun team. Um, that that tournament is great too. You know, anybody I would recommend that highly. If you can get there with any team, just go. Um, you know, it was, it was fun. Another another good experience. You know, seeing different countries come together. We were the only team that was really pieced together. You know, everybody else was was in one country. Um, but no, that was that was great, and uh, we pieced together some wins and uh, made out with the championship. So. Yeah, that's that's what I heard. And I was supposed to be there and playing as well, and I didn't make it. But maybe oh, yeah. maybe this year. So uh, so there's some, and I think if there's. You know, some pretty good teams that are in that tournament. Like, I think a lot of the top, the better clubs in Europe uh, throw in a team. I, I'm not 100% sure who all was there this year, but I remember thinking that there were some decent-looking clubs that, that threw their hat in the ring there. So, Yeah, no, there was some talent. Uh, there's, there's a good, talented uh, kind of college American team. Um, and then uh, really the top teams I thought uh, the, the German national team was there and they were they were real solid and then uh, the Czech national team I was very impressed with mm-hmm. uh, we faced off with them in the championship and uh, played a tight game I think we won uh, four to two and you know we're right in it till the end so that's great that sounds like an awesome experience um, maybe uh, you know yeah just a couple more questions I don't want to keep you too long but. Uh, you know, I, I'm trying to give listeners an idea. You know, when they're when they're looking at Germany and they know nothing about it, but they kind of want to shoot high. Uh, if if you if you were coming in for the first time, based on your experience, what do you think? What would be your top four clubs you would want to get on with? Um, well, that's a tough one, but yeah. um, you know, the the biggest thing really I think is what what teams need. 
um, you know, you, you kind of have to look into that before you go anywhere. You know, obviously, um, it's kind of obvious though. you know, if you look around, you see what teams have had import catchers, shortstops, you know, whatever position you're in, if they've had someone there before, chances are they're going to go again. Yeah. Um, pretty much if you look, if you look at the top four in, in the North or the South, you know, they're all pretty solid options. Um, I love the North. The North is cool. Uh, is very solid team, good town. Yeah. Uh, Bond Bond's right there by Cologne. They're another really good program. Um, they're they're putting together a good team there. Um, pretty much anywhere though, Hamburg and even even the smaller spots. You know they all have their their kind of different charm to them. So yeah. you know everything's worth looking into. But honestly, I'd look at the the leaderboards. You know, look at the top four in, in the north and the south, and that's probably your best answer there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's a good point because you you know just. I think that if you can research what positions may be opening up and, and uh, a good place to do that is Mr. Baseball, which you've mentioned before. And, and uh, yeah. you know, they keep it pretty, you know, pretty uh, up to date so you can get a good feel of, of maybe, you know, what position they're looking for and whatnot. So great. Um, do you have like a final tip or anything that or any adv- piece of advice you can give the listeners at, uh, that are maybe new to to the idea of taking their career over to Europe? Uh, really, you know, if, if it's something you're considering, I'll, the best thing I can say is, you know, keep keep your options open. You know, check out everything. Um, you know, pretty much these days, it's 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 great over there. You can play pretty much anywhere you want. You know, most of it's. It's going to depend what level of baseball you're willing to play, and you know what kind of money you're looking to get. But honestly, you know, I wouldn't wouldn't rule anywhere out until you really, you know, investigate it thoroughly. Yeah. But there are there's there's some great opportunities, and you know, there's some beautiful beautiful places in Europe that you know it's worth worth seeing and experiencing. No no doubt about it. Yeah, and like you said, once you're over, you can you know there's other opportunities like getting on with that EU international stars team and, and going to Prague or. Or maybe yeah. getting seen there and picked up the next year for another club somewhere else. So I, I agree yeah. with you. Keep those options open and just get your foot in the door. And so perfect, cool. Rob. Just one last thing. You, uh, I noticed that your email was hockey, Rob, or something. Are you a hockey player? Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, younger years. I haven't, I haven't played too much in the last few years. But, okay. Uh, definitely. I'll, I'll get back with this soon. Yeah, that sounds good. No, I'm Canadian, so I, I always notice a hockey player when I see him. Oh, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah it, makes, it makes winter tough, man. Well, I used to love winter, but when you don't play hockey every day, it's a little bit colder. Yeah, well, playing baseball year-round is kind of rough, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's tough. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Thanks for your time, Rob, and uh, good luck to you in 2014, and keep me posted uh, at, at, you know, where you end up. Yeah, no worries. We'll speak to you soon, David. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. That wraps up episode number 16. Thanks to Rob Herman for sharing his knowledge about German baseball with us today. Uh, Rob left us a number of great tips. One of them was uh, just being everywhere, getting your name out there through the baseball forums, uh, specifically uh, with regards to Germany. There's the German baseball forum, or for example, Austria has the Austrian baseball forum. Not every league has a forum that anyone could uh, enter into, but uh, a lot of them do as well. So get get in there, let them know that you're you're looking. Uh, also, gather as much information as you can about the success of clubs, um, their location, and any possible openings uh, coming up in the in the near future. And when communicating with these clubs, uh, exchange as much detail as possible so you can make an informed decision. Uh, 
Try to get on with clubs that play uh, in international tournaments. That's a huge thing as well. Rob did that by getting on with the Paderborn Untouchables, who played in the European Cup. Usually the top two teams from Germany and and, uh, most European countries will play in the European Cup or the European Cup qualifiers. Uh, or you can uh, just get picked up with, uh, on a team that plays in an uh, invitational tournament. There's one in Prague and there's one in Austria. So uh, there's plenty of other ones I'm sure out there as well that I'm still trying to find out about. Uh, also, keep your options open. So if you get an offer, uh, you know, show some interest, but also keep your options open. But at the same time, don't wait too long as well. Uh, the main thing is get your foot in the door and then you could always work your way up within European baseball once you're over here and you've impressed some people and turned some heads. Uh, if any of you want to make this process easier, I've created an ebook on Austrian baseball and now German baseball to be published with the release of this podcast episode. Uh, so the ebook will include uh, a ton of detail about the German baseball league, the clubs within it. Uh, the cities of those clubs and what they have to offer, uh, the success of those clubs, uh, any relevant links to the clubs, uh, to videos uh, on the, about the clubs, to their Facebook, uh, as well as uh, some inside information on possible openings in 2014 for each and every club in the German Bundesliga. Uh, so it's only uh, $3.99 is the cost of the ebook, and uh, I think it provides a lot of value, saves you a lot of time, and at the same time you're supporting the International Baseball Community website and podcast. And uh, yeah, I'd appreciate that support, and uh, I think it's a win-win situation. That's about it for today. I look forward to uh, episode number 17. It's going to be a special one, so please tune in. And uh, until then, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, and take care out there. <laughs>